Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Leave us a five-star review. As both dancing because the Suns defeat the Pelicans 112 to 97. The series is now three to two. Gentlemen, you liking being in the VIP lounge again? Yeah, it's kind of nice. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since we heard this. Mm-hmm. Come on, drop it. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Woo! Win the win. Phoenix Suns <laughs> have their mojo back. Thank goodness. <laughs> Esbo, take us to the bar. What are we drinking tonight? Let's go to the bar. We're drinking a hoppy home court in honor of those Valley sickos out there at the Footprint Center, keeping it loud, keeping it proud, and keeping these suns rolling tonight out there at at the home court. I yeah. mean. <laughs> That's not where they play. Yeah, it's the place there, you said a second ago. Down the street on Jefferson. Somewhere. Somewhere right around there. there. I mean, they did kind of change the name a couple times in the last few years. So it's yes. fair. It's fair. This one started out like it, this was an enjoyable game. And it started out yeah. in, enjoyable. And I think that was something you were talking about in pregame, Saul, is that we would be able to tell early on if this team felt like they were being bullied or if they were coming in with the right mindset and energy. And they proved that they did. They absolutely did. You know, I mean, they from the jump, you could tell it was it was the sons that we know. Yeah. The sons that play hard. They're not they're not scared to get physical. Um, they were aggressive. They were the aggressors tonight. And that's why they won the game. Like they put they put the Pelicans on their heels. The Pelicans kind of just coasted through the game, mm-hmm. uh, hoping to find like their moments. Uh, and it, they just never came. Yeah, that was the first time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man. When I Is say, that all your sneezes uh, sound? Yes. I'm glad you directed it yes. this this way, too. When oh, I say man. I jumped out of my I chair. I turned to the wall. I tried to avoid you. I mean, my, I fucking, I think I threw my shoulder out. <laughs> so you can't do that when you have the jumpiest producer at PHNX. I'm, I'm terrified right now. <laughs> Sorry, Anyways, guys. My bad. However, well, that's how the suns came out. They came out with a fury. <laughs> like my sneezes. That, that was the first time we've seen the Phoenix Suns in this series. Oh Those were the Phoenix Suns that we know that we've fallen in love with this year. Uh, I'm just going to keep going. I'm okay? sorry. Lindsay's just over there losing her I shit. literally cannot feel my right arm right now. <laughs> okay, Brandon Ingram. Uh Anyways, that was the first time we've seen the Phoenix Suns this season, or this series. I'm all flustered. The Phoenix Suns looked really good tonight is what I'm trying to say. And thank God, because we all needed that tonight to take a few steps back from the ledge. All right? Thank you, Patrick. No. What? After all that, nobody said bless you. Patrick is the only one. Thank you. I appreciate it. I can't that. even fucking I, talk. I, I can't. can't. We got an F bomb. We got an F bomb. We can't. Uh, let's go. They said it couldn't be done. I did it. Uh, I'm not saying bless you for whatever that was. That was unholy. All right. Oh my god. Steven said you exercise demons. <laughs> Yeah, so I, didn't I think like... we're going to have to host this show. Can we just get a two shot here? We'll handle the rest of this. Oh, my goodness. Lindsay, I'm sorry. For those of you on audio, Lindsay is broken right now. Yeah. She is crying. <laughs> she cannot breathe. It is spectacular. Oh, my God. That was really funny. So also I, don't I, I, don't think, I don't think that was in the rundown. So I, I apologize. It, You're supposed to plan those things, all right? <laughs> all right. It just caught me really off guard, and that was hilarious. All right, let's get back on track. Okay. Yes, 
This is the first time, Espo, in a long time that we've seen the Phoenix Suns, as we know and love, for a decent amount of time. Not just small, like, little moments of it, little glimpses. This, there were, Of course, there were moments in this game where we wanted more, but for the most part, full four full quarters of Phoenix Suns basketball. Yes, and they forced the issue all night long. Like you said, Saul, they were the aggressor on both ends of the court. The bench showed up. Tonight, uh, you know, they started hitting threes. We said when this team started hitting those open shots, it was going to be no contest. Tonight really wasn't yeah. a game. You know, they got it to the Pelicans got it to seven uh, in the fourth at one point. This was never a game, though. This always felt like the Suns were in control uh, and, and they held on to things. And we didn't see a complete third quarter collapse. They did get beat on the boards in the third, but it wasn't. It wasn't a collapse like we had seen in other games. This is the Suns team. If they show up on Thursday, on to the next one. I don't think the Pelicans, the Pelicans didn't lead at all in this game. Like the Suns came out from the start and they grabbed those early quick points. Chris Paul, DA, I think DA had the first six points of uh, for the Suns tonight. And then yeah. Chris Paul added in a few more. And they refused to let the Pelicans grab the lead in this one at all. Yeah, yeah Chris, and Chris Paul basically said, "Hey, my hands okay." Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, listen. All I'm oh going to say gosh. is Chris Paul looked looked absolutely fine tonight. He looked like a 36 year old. Is he 37 Almost now? Almost 37. I think it's tomorrow. Okay. It's yeah. sometime this week. So. I mean, yeah, there were moments in time and throughout this whole series where you look at Chris Paul and it's like he is gassed, or man, he just looks like, whew. But he, you have to remember his age, too. Like, there's only oh, yeah. so much you can ask from somebody who is has had the career that he's had to this point. Yeah. I, I still don't. I Listen, Devin Booker is vital to this team. Um, yeah. I think we can maybe make it past the Jazz or the Mavs, whoever comes out of that series, should we get past the Pelicans. But Paul doesn't look like not even last year's Paul. You know, I think there was glimpses. He gives you glimpses and flashes, but I think long gone are the days where he can string three, four, five straight consecutive games together yeah. where he can play the amount of minutes he played tonight. Like he exerted some energy for for a longer stretch of uh, period in this game than we have all other, uh, all other se- uh, games yeah. in the series. God, I cannot. But talk you know right what? Now. I prefer him coming out early and taking charge the way he did tonight than waiting till the fourth. I agree. Because tonight it set the tone, and they didn't need him to be the guy to drop 19 in the fourth because it got them rolling early on. I want to see that again on Thursday. I want to see Chris Paul come out as the aggressor and not wait to be the closer, come out there early and take care of things so you don't need him to be uh, be that guy at the end. Well, the great thing about this is, is that Willie Green's made a lot of adjustments mm-hmm. and, and, and adjustments that are obvious to us. Okay. There's some adjustments that Monty was making, um, you know, subtle, small adjustments, uh, you know, like sending the double team at Brandon Ingram a little later than, than, than he did tonight. Tonight, it was like, as soon as the ball went to Brandon instant double team, they didn't fuck around at all tonight. There was some, there was a little, a few maneuvers tonight. Monty had obvious, you know, substitutions and 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 he experimented with the lineups we've been clamoring for a lot of different things and i know we're gonna get to that later on down the road but um i think that's gonna give willie green more to think about um when he's assessing what should we do to beat the suns in game six because now you're looking at a team that was clicking on all cylinders there's not one specific person i mean four guys had over you know 18 points tonight like that's a good thing that's a really really good thing it's hard to it it's hard to uh, scheme around diversity. Mm-hmm. We got a couple of super chats. Shout out to Brandon said Mikel Bridges, OMG, 47 minutes. I agree. That's insane. We also have another one from Elon said Elon here. Supple Bridges saves the day. Go sons. And then we have another one from Psycho Blue, but I don't see a comment on it. But thank you, Psycho Blue. Um, let me know if we missed your comment. Well, here's one that was right underneath. Nice to see the Suns again rather than whatever 2018 wannabe we saw over the weekend. The basketball gods were merciful on us tonight. Let us honor them with a solid win on Thursday. Can can we talk about Elon Musk in the chat? Only do- donating 199 
when he spent $44 billion on Twitter. I mean, come on, Elon. Come on, Elon. You uh, help be us out that, here. man. Come help on. us out. Come on. We're going to get into Mikkel Bridges a little bit more, but Saul, you brought up some of the adjustments. Do you want to talk about it now? Sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, some of the adjustments that the Suns made tonight. First of all, we, I I toyed around with it in game one or two. I said it would be nice to see the Twin Tower lineup. We got that for a few minutes tonight in various different ways. It wasn't just Aiden and McGee. It was also Aiden and Biombo for a second there. There was, there was some nice little switching up there. And then we saw... Obviously, because of foul trouble, really quick with campaign, we saw Aaron Holiday, yes. who was also solid. Yeah. And also, it makes me a little bit more irritated that he didn't get more run in the first couple of games, especially the games that they were really, really struggling. And I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say in game six, Aaron Holiday is going to play as much as campaign because it'll be necessary, not because of injury, though. Uh, I, I could do without the. Twin Tower lineup of Aiton and JaVale on the floor. I liked it. Spacing got really weird offensively. Defensively, on the boards it worked, but offensively, the spacing fell off. I did really like Biombo at the four and either JaVale or Aiton at the at the five. So I would like to see that again. But Aaron Holiday, you bring it up, he was kind of the guy that broke the uh, you know, broke the seal on three pointers. They were mm-hmm. still shooting very poorly. He came in and hit one there, and then it felt like all of a sudden that was kind of momentum for them from beyond the arc. And they finished the game thirty-seven percent from beyond the arc. Obviously, one of the better three-point shooting games of this series. They they need to keep Aaron Holiday involved in this. Uh, I like his edge. I like his. Uh, ability to hit those shots. Uh, I want to see more Aaron Holiday in game six. So Aaron Holiday tonight played six minutes. He finished with three points. He had two assists and a rebound. Um, it was an offensive rebound also. Campaign ha- played 12 minutes. Um, he had three rebounds and assists, two steals, and 12 points. That's insane that it felt like Campaign played so much. And, and in he reality, only played it was 12 only minutes. twelve minutes. I know it was it was crazy, but I think it was just because there was so much happening when campaign was in there. And I, I not to jump over Aaron Holiday because sure. I agree with you guys. I would like to see a little bit more of Aaron Holiday. I think one of the biggest things that I noticed tonight was um, Alvarado just kind of like Aaron Holiday matches that energy, yeah. and I think yeah. that's good. I think it could wear him down a little bit because Alvarado has all the energy in the world. It seems like right now, so. Throwing a guy like Aaron Holiday at him to just kind of match that is a positive. It was really nice. It was you counteracted their uh, their counter, if you will, for Chris Paul. Hey, listen, uh, but you can tell that Chris doesn't feel a thousand percent comfortable with Alvarado guarding him. He got another eight second call tonight. Um, you know, so and he's got to be more aware of that. And the Suns need to be more aware of that when Alvarado's in the game. Every time you rebound, you better keep the ball up by your chin. And every time you're bringing the ball up, you better help out Chris Paul because Alvarado's going to try and get him full court. And he and Alvarado's faster than him. So it's it's easier for him to try and keep – so Chris Paul has to back him down, and that's going to take some time sometimes. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I, I do like the fact that the Suns um, were able to handle um, Alvarado far better tonight than they did last game. But that's why I liked when you had campaign in there with Chris Paul in those situations because Alvarado can't keep up with campaign. He can't, so he's going to back off on him, and, and it makes him less effective defensively because Cam has that extra step. I like Chris Paul campaign in that backcourt uh, because you got two guys that are going to bring up the ball, keeps them on edge. I like that. Even though Cam was in foul trouble, they still went to it in the fourth and even late in the fourth while trying to close things out. I expect we'll see some of that lineup as well on uh, in game six. Cam, now, let's go over to campaign real quick because it was 12 minutes, but it felt like it was a lot longer than 12 minutes. And I think it was just because there was so much happening when Cam was on the floor from his aggression, like he scored pretty well, but he also picked up a ton of fouls. And there were a couple times where he would just get a little bit reckless down near the basket. It just was... I'm glad to see that campaign has found a little bit of his mojo again, though, because the Suns desperately needed that from him. He was barking at the other team, talking trash. And I'm I'm here for it because we need campaign to find 
whatever it is that was missing in the first four games. Yeah, he had a swagger. McHale had the swagger going on tonight. Jay, at certain points, had that swagger. Even D.A., and I know we'll get into his play, but he had he had that swagger at times. When the Suns have that attitude, they're very tough to beat. But, but no, nobody's attitude is more infectious than campaigns. Right. When he's on... He he yeah. not only gets he not only gets his teammates hyped up, he gets the fans hyped up, and and he does it so demonstratively, and it it's it's very much like okay he's got our kind of back kind of dude, and that's that's who you want to roll with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, so Shane, Shane, check say, your phone. I think I think it was his. I think he got those other guys going. You know that was a mm-hmm. big big deal, and I and I like that a lot. That camp fueled. Those other guys as well. I mean, it, look, can can I give some flowers to somebody that isn't really on the board tonight? But sure, I wanted to. As well, I will never, I never not give. But flowers. I don't want. I don't want to step on your toes. You're you're the flower giver. <laughs> I'm just a uh, Devin Booker tonight. <coughs> give that man some flowers. He was up in the huddle, telling guys things that he was seeing. He walks out there. There's a contested call, uh, and he walks out to half court. And gets in the ref's faces. Looks like one of the members of the coaching staff, a bunch of people on Twitter and in the chat started calling him Coach Book because he's out there arguing like a coach. I love it. The man is still involved heavily with this team. I'm all about it. I I love watching Devin Booker in any capacity, and I enjoyed seeing him tonight, even though some were saying he was dressed like an assistant principal the night out there on the bench. He was very much dressed like an assistant principal. <laughs> he kind of looked like, um, and this, I liked his outfit, so I'm not not throwing shade at his outfit by any means, but he kind of, at one point in time, he was walking with the guys. like He looked like an uh, intern coach or an assistant <laughs> coach kind of out there. Like He looks so young to, compared to the other guys to me sometimes. But, um, yeah, he, he was so involved, and that's exactly what you need from I Buck. just can't wait for the first breakdown where somebody gets some some crowd footage of Booker going at the refs, and it looks like maybe he's, you know, kind of fast walking or jogging, and people are like, oh, he's going to be back for game six. Like, chill, chill, people, chill. <laughs> well, those are the same people that were convinced that uh, – Chris Paul had to have his uh, finger cut off at some point. Yeah, yeah. There's already there's already people saying that in the chat. Saying what? That book. There's rumors that book told the bench that he was coming back, and they're saying he's gonna be back for Game Six. It's already started. <laughs> well, okay. What it was is that so it, this came from from I believe Kellen Olson on Arizona Sports. He had said that in uh, New Orleans on Sunday. There were some Pelicans fans who were really close to the Suns bench who were trash talking book and then one of the other pelicans fans close by turned around to them and they were like yo stop it we don't need to get this guy going do you not know like his mo <laughs> and then book turned around and was like yeah i'll be back soon i'll be back soon basically and that that i'm guessing that's where this kind of stemmed right. from who, who defined soon though that's the thing and that could just be Devin just trash talking back it doesn't necessarily mean oh, no, yeah. literally soon like next game no they don't. You win this game, so you don't have to force Devin Booker back in Game Six if he's not ready. There's no point unless he's a, close to 100 percent to put him back out there in Game Six. I do not see it. Oh, Sean Murphy saying Jordan Simone at Jordan Simone 38. Booker just walked off the court saying, "I'm back. Saw it with my own eyes." Oh snap. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still not. I'm uh, still skeptical. I really am. I just. <laughs> I have no idea. I, mean, I, <clears throat> I have no idea. I have no reason to distrust Sean thing. Murphy. I just. But I think he was saying somebody no, else on Simone Twitter is the one that said it. I'm looking at the tweet. So. Yeah. Here's the thing. Regardless if Devin comes back in the next game or whatever games, I think is irrelevant at this point because this team has showed us tonight that they can beat this Pelicans team without Devin. So if he comes back because he's fully healthy, amazing. Yeah, that's Absolutely. Fine. If he comes back because he's pushing it, not. I don't think it's necessary yet. No, I no. agree. I agree. I don't want Devin Booker to come back. I don't care how bad people want him to come back. And, and if he's 80%, he doesn't need to come back. If he's 90%, he doesn't need to come back. He needs to come back when he's 100% because that's the only way that the Suns are going to win a championship. And this goal wasn't to get past 
the first or second round. It was to win a championship. And you give yourself the best odds at that should you hold off. Even if you have to get to two games into the next round, okay, cool. But when Devin Booker comes back, you can win four in a row easily. Yeah, I just – look, when we were talking, when I spoke with the former member of the Suns training staff about the hamstring stuff, he said the – the two weeks after you come back from the injury are the most dangerous because it's very easy to re-injure yourself. Mm-hmm. So the more time you can give Devin Booker to rest, the better off I'm going to feel about him not re-injuring it. And you don't want him to come back in game six and then cost you five games in the next round if you make it because you brought him back too early. It just if, if you need a game seven, then you have that conversation. You don't worry about it yeah. in game six. Right. I agree. All right, guys, should we get to the man of the hour? We sure. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and name Mikkel Bridges, our draft king, king of the game. Mikkel finished tonight with a new playoff career high, 31 points. He also had a new playoff career high, four blocks. He also tied his playoff career highs for three threes made with four. And did I mention he played 47 minutes tonight? Yeah. At that, he made every everybody's heart swoon in the valley with how excited he got and how he was flexing to the crowd. He, the warden, as they call him, slammed the cell door shut on Brandon Ingram yeah. on that end one dunk. Everything and anything that that Mikhail Bridges could do tonight, he did. He was amazing defensively as well. Welcome to the conversation, Mikhail Bridges, because this is the first offensive game that you've been massively impactful in this series. I loved everything he did tonight. Agreed. Agreed. He was a nuisance to Brandon Ingram all night long. And Brandon still got his shots. I mean, the the good players, you know, the good the slash great players really do. And Brandon Ingram has shown that he's he's trending in that area of greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's shot lights out in this series. There's if you had if you closed your eyes, you wouldn't know if it was Kevin Durant or if it was Brandon Ingram in this series, that's for sure. Especially and he's, because Kevin Ray kept calling him slimmer. Yeah, he's not the slimmer for K Ray. Sorry, buddy. He, that's the other guy on the East Coast. Um, but Mikhail slowed him down. Absolutely. Got in his way, made it div- more difficult, and that's what you got to do against uh, good players. You got to just slow them down. You're not going to stop them all the time, but Mikhail's hands were very active tonight. The whole team was very active tonight. And, and that's because Mikhail Bridges sets the tone defensively. So Brandon Ingram was 7 of 19 from the field tonight, 1 of 5 from deep, finished with 22 points. So he still got his, but that's not the most efficient scoring um, that we've seen from Brandon Ingram. I I am just so – I'm so glad that Mikhail finally was able to have a night like this because – we always applaud him for his defensive efforts. But when Mikel can contribute as well on the offensive side of the ball, this team, or floor, this team is just so much better. And that's like, yeah, no no doubt, Lindsay, I get that. But Mikel specifically, for whatever reason, it just always seems 10 times better when he does it. Maybe it's because he's already putting out so much defensively. Because he does, he does does the other things that the the other starters don't. Okay, Devin Booker's not really a slasher. He's a great scorer, but he's not a slasher to the basket like mm-hmm. Mikael does. You need a nice mix of those types of things. You know, back um, when the Bulls were running their their triangle offense, one of their main guys that would like to slash to the basket was um, oh god, it was just right there. Damn it, Saul. Uh, not Scotty Pippen, the other one. Uh, he was uh, Ron Harper. Ron Harper would not only spot up from three, just like Mikel does, but he would he would be the one that slashed the basket to free up motion around the perimeter, and that's where DA and Book and CP3 loved love to live is right there in that midsection. Um, and you, so you need guys like Cam, or I'm sorry, Mikel. And Cam comes in, he does the same exact thing for the most part. So it's nice that Mikel found his legs today. He was able to hit the three, um, and he was just overall the best energy guy on the court outside of even campaign. Plus, his knee dislocated Brandon Ingram's pinky, so uh, you know, he got he got involved in everything that happened tonight. Yeah, I mean, it's just so, and it was it was really enjoyable to watch too, because yeah. I think Mikel is kind of like Campaign in the sense that you were saying Campaign's energy and his his vibes are so contagious. I also think the same can be said for Mikel because. Maybe it's more from a fan perspective. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But Mikel is just one of those people that 
every single game you get a great face out of, you get a great reaction out of, that really just gets you going. You know what I mean? It's just oh. like, if Mikel is out there talking trash, then you know it's ha- like this game is fun. I think it's more than just the fans, too. You watch Mikhail, and, and, and you saw it in, in the final two dunks tonight, too. He turns to his bench, mm-hmm. and he does one of those screams or he flexes, and they're all going nuts for it. I think when he's going offensively, it really, really gets the rest of that team going yeah. as well. Yeah, Sean Murphy in the in the chat just said, per ESPN stats, Mikhail Bridges is the seventh player in NBA history to have 30 points, four made threes, four blocks in a playoff game. LeBron, KD, Kawhi. Kobe, Dirk, and Vince Carter were the other six. Wow. That's impressive. That's good company. That is really good company. That's the type of company that you typically see book a part of. Yeah, except for that Vince Carter part. That guy never won anything in the playoffs. But But it is nice to see Mikkel getting um, some accolades like that and being grouped in with some of those guys. I feel like this was defensively also one of his better games um, of the year, really, I would say. And then this series, I do like that Mikel. This is the first game we've seen Mikel focus in more on Brandon Ingram than CJ McCollum. Yeah. And I'm pleasantly surprised because there have been moments that we've seen Mikel on Brandon throughout this this series where it was like, eh, maybe that's not a great matchup for Mikel. But tonight he was like, no, I got this. Like, yeah. like let me do this. Quick hands was knocking that ball away. Uh, from Brandon Ingram, he was he was up for the he was totally up for the uh, for the challenge tonight. Sorry, could have just sneezed and again and knocked that over. Could have to move. But I huffed and I puffed and I blew my back out. <laughs> oh I had to God. pause. <laughs> I was gonna okay, say, Johnny me- Venerable, mega pause. <laughs> Holy hell! Damn it! Saul, Saul Johnny, Damn it. Johnny on the spotlight for one day, and you I just know. completely took it over. Saul's <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't let him, couldn't let him be on his no, own I, out there. You know what? I took the chance because Lindsay dropped the F word today, so I think I'm okay. <laughs> Well, it was an accident. It was just because I couldn't breathe. I know. It was, it was classic. <laughs> All right. Let's get us back on track with a DraftKings Sportsbook read. The NBA playoffs means next level basketball. <laughs> Meaning we Everybody's actually got it today. Yes. Who doesn't love ass? Um, <laughs> we finally got next level basketball <laughs> that, was, that was literally the, the worst transition I've ever heard. Well, because I wasn't crying. planning on going there, and then I was like, no, you got to go there. Lizzie saw the, the top 10 power or the top 10 power rankings on the ad rates, and she was like, fuck that. I'm coming. Oh, I wasn't I'm even on the list. It was terrible. I get it. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to show them. (laughs) (laughs) This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. Plus, place a same-game parlay each day with three or more legs and get up to $25 back if one leg does not hit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of the playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's Instant. promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Just a reminder, that's 21 and older only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 minimum deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Sashan so in the chat says, when are you guys live uh, casting again? Uh, our next live show won't be for a while. Well, It'll have to be in the second round, right? Oh, are we talking from the Ainsworth? Yeah, oh, that's okay, live so. casting, right? Well, I don't know. We're going I, live tomorrow at 2 p.m., but yeah, yeah on, I location, you meant on location. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, at least that's my interpretation, Sean. You can tell us otherwise. But it'll be in the second round uh, should the Suns get there. Um, that's when our next That's when our next live yeah. show will all, be. All road, all road games in the second round if the Suns get there. Yep. There you go. All right, gentlemen. Do you want to talk about rebounding, officiating? Because those were two hot topics throughout this series. Any thoughts on those two from tonight? I'm so tired of talking about those two topics. I, I feel like it. tonight it was it was good enough. It was adequate. Yeah, I mean it was. No, it was tonight was probably the best rebounding we've seen from them. It was uh, dead even at halftime. You know the the Pelicans got a little. Advantage on the boards in the third, but overall, best rebounding we've seen from the Suns. The refs, 
they were better tonight. I mean, there wasn't anything overly egregious. There weren't any flagrant one fouls that were pretty damn obvious that were missed. So I take that as a win tonight against the officials. And there was no Scott Foster. So across the board, I'll say it was all right from the refs. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I mean, the, the refs weren't bad. They weren't atrocious. There was still a disparity. But the Suns have kind of played with a disparity all season for the most part. So it's like it, it is what it is. I, I thought they called what they needed to call. I thought it was way fair. It was more balanced than it was the other night. Um uh, outside of Jay Crowder and and campaign, everybody else was relatively okay. So I have no uh, no problems with that. Which is, I mean, that's what you would hope for, right? Because there were some calls tonight that you were like, "That sucks. That's annoying." Picking up multiple fouls pretty quickly for campaign. Obviously, I wouldn't necessarily say that was on the ref side of things entirely. But then there are also some calls against the Pelicans too that you could be like, "Well, those were questionable yeah. just as much." Yeah, so absolutely. at least. The amount of questioning of the officiating was sort of more fair to me. Sure. And that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Right? Bad calls are going to happen in a game. But as long as it's kind of equally spread out, I'm all right with that. Like, that's that's the best you can ask for. And tonight happened to be uh, the way it was. So I'm good with that. I, I have no issue with that tonight. Yeah, a Adam, uh, that is incorrect. They do what announce. Uh, I, I think they're talking about the next game. The next game is at 430 on Thursday. Uh, on Thursday, it is four thirty local here in Arizona on Thursday. So I think they were saying about the officials. They don't announce which officials. Oh, are. the crew. I got yeah. you. I got you. Okay. So, so uh, I'd imagine Scott Foster's on that crew on in Game Six. Just I a mean, guess. Also, the chat really hates Reggie Miller right now. I know a lot of people have been very upset with him for a minute. Now. He gets giddy about the underdog, and that's the problem is that, you know, he wants to see the upset. He wants to, oh, my gosh, Herb Jones is the greatest thing ever. Like, that's just – that he's just he's just a goober. That's it. Yeah. Just not very good at, as a color analyst. So. Well, Matt in the chat said he called Mikel Miles tonight and didn't even correct himself like he really doesn't know. Well, I think that's the one thing. Like, I know it's easy to make that mistake. But I will say that's the one thing that does bother me the most. That's on a producer, though. If they're not in his ear, if he does it multiple times saying, hey, you mean Mikhail, you know, I, I think that's on. But he also should have rosters right in front of him. I, I agree, but you're you're reacting, right? And he may not realize it. He may be thinking he's saying Mikhail, and it may just be yeah. a tick. That's a producer's job that's to say. He, he, knows, hey. he knows who Mikhail Bridges is. Yeah. He's watched this team four games in a row. It's not like he doesn't know, I know who Mikhael Bridges is. And he's been to me. other games. Yeah. But, I mean, people were acting like, oh, he doesn't even know our players. I'm like, no, that's that's let's just chill. That's not it. It's not just Reggie, though. Like, a lot of people do that. Okay, but Mikhail Miles, screwing that up, I get that. I mean, same last name, you know, very yeah. close first name. That I get that it's not not knowing the roster; it's misspeaking. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I get it. We've done it here on the show. It, it still drives it. me bonkers. It still drives Lindsay, me bonkers. You get over it. Fine, whatever. <laughs> I want to do some screenshots. Yes, yes, please. <laughs> it's time for some screenshots presented by Arizona Department of Health Services. COVID nineteen vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those twelve and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. Saul, you want to start? Yeah. This was kind of the turning point for me in the game. Uh, Mikhail Bridges. I almost said Miles. See? Oh, my God. <laughs> you should have just screwed Damn up. It. You're uh, the worst. Mikhail, Mikhail Bridges in that dunk. Uh, you can't really see it in this picture, but uh, he's he's given five to the bench. He's hyped up, and, and I felt like that was kind of a turning point. Um, for this crew. Also, shout out to the chat tonight. First time we've ever hit 400 wow, on a live show. Let's fucking go, baby. I, t I, I told the chat what you told me before the show, Lindsay, that if we didn't get the 400 tonight, you would lock me in the closet here. So I get to sleep in my bed. <laughs> oh, no. Congratulations, she said 500, chat. Shane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shit. I'm really bummed that the, the, only, the one la, and la, only la, time la, I've la, dropped la. an F-bomb on this show happens to be the one oh, show. Yeah. Everybody's so going to see this. Listening and la, I feel even worse la, now. That's all right. Swears for kids. It's all good. Oops. Anyway, sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to. I, that, that dunk was... Just unbelievable. I that was he he took the contact and still got that dunk, got the end one. That that definitely was the the moment you went, Okay, this ain't getting away from this team today. Yeah. This yeah. is too good to 
uh, to get away from them. They've got that energy. So I love that. For sure. And to your point earlier in the show, Espo, right afterwards, turning towards his bench, hyping yeah. everybody up, getting the entire team excited and re-energized in that moment. That's probably my favorite thing about a big Mikhail play is that he always turns to his bench. Yeah, and when this team has confidence, mm-hmm. there's a, there's nothing that they can't do. That That's what they had all regular season to get those 64 wins. If they get rolling, if they get right, watch out. And Mikhail's a big part of that. Yeah. Espo, what's your screenshot tonight? Well, mine's not quite a moment that changed things. More of a, a question I have. How the hell does Valanchunas get his hair to stay like that all game? Like, I've got pretty thick, longer hair like that, and I have to cement this shit down just so it looks okay (laughs) by the time we get to showtime. This guy plays, you know, 30-plus minutes of NBA basketball, and the hair doesn't move. Is that goose grease? Does does he... We asked him... Did you like my Russian accent? Or my my foreign accent? That was the the worst Lithuanian accent I've ever heard. Yeah, sorry. Uh, My bad. But we asked during the show, or during the the game, does he reapply it during halftime? He has to. There's no way his hair stays like that without reapplying at the half. What do you put in your hair? It's basically cement. It's like a a cement... So you quaff it like that on purpose? Oh, yes. Yes. Connor said the Never sweat helps, but I would feel like... Why is Shay losing his mind back there? I don't know. Isn't that the right term? Quaff it? I'm just laughing at Kahana saying that his team spits on it. Oh, <laughs> gross. Mm. Um, no, I, I genuinely want to know what he uses, too, because I know there's glue. Obviously, like, we've seen, like, punk kids back in the day with the spikes sticking straight up that are, like, two feet long yeah. or at least a foot long. Maybe two feet is an exaggeration, but, like... To a foot long or something of that sort. And I know that that glue is super strong, but I want to know, is he using like legitimate like hair glue or does he reapply at halftime? Because you would think with the sweat, it would also potentially counteract even if it yeah, was too, right? You put shit in your eyes, it burns. Yeah, like, probably, he, probably, he probably reapplies it at halftime. My shit ain't nothing but ultra perm. Natural <laughs> oh, juices and Betty's. I would just, I just want to know. Okay. My screenshot was the DeAndre in pass to Jay Crowder early in the first quarter. You guys remember which one I'm talking about from around the top of the key, a little behind the back almost thing or behind (laughs) his defender's back a little bit. And a bounce pass. Shane, you need to show this motion. Do that again. Shane's not on camera. Show the the behind the back pass. Does that look like I'm swimming? You like swimming? Like I'm drowning? Just flip it. Uh, it. To Jay Crowder. But that was probably one of DeAndre's best passes, I think. Oh, yeah. It was so pretty. It was so clean. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. He sold it, too, because Mm -hmm. he kind of did one of these like he was going to make a move and then he to get the defender off balance, and then he went – behind with the bounce pass it was it was very nice yes those are our screenshots for the night and one more time COVID-19 <laughs> vaccines are free for everyone five and so older glue. those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster visit azhealth.gov for a location near you we have another super chat this time from Dennis said props to Monty having this team ready it seemed to be a game to have others being hold on to, to bring the ball bring. up the floor. Bring. There we go. My bad. We're going to start over. Props to Monty. Having this team ready, it seemed to be a game <laughs> to have others bring ball up the floor up. with Alvarado in the game. Wait, Monty you read that wrong, Star Lover? <laughs> <laughs> Did I read it wrong again? No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Um, I do. Props to Monty. Yes, because... What are we laughing at? Tracy Esposito. Wait, is Lindsay sporting team gear? Is this a first? Yes, oh, Tracy. Well, your wife is. is putting Lindsay on board. This is the first time no Tracy conversation has ever, ever come for me. I, I, I think it was a compliment. so many times. Well, and I now live... I finally have caught <laughs> some shrapnel. <laughs> Catch you give your fair share of shrapnel. Yeah. I do. No, Let's like, listen. Sure. I thought listen, Tracy and I had if, this thing. If, I thought if, we were if and I were like weighed in pounds of shrapnel, <laughs> we would be absolutely obliterated and you would have like barely a scratch. I mean. Is that why I'm so heavy? It's the shrapnel. <laughs> <laughs> 
whale. Um, anyway. To be fair, she does say love it, girl. She's saying this she's giving true. me a compliment. This so. is true. Um, yeah, I mean, I have a whole bunch. I just... <laughs> I just I... Code Espo, plead the fifth. Yes. <laughs> okay, David Schultz. Jesus. What? Can we talk about Shaman? No. Yes, I'll do it. No. I, listen, do it, I, I This is what I'll give you. Defensively, Landry Shamit played an outstanding game. Defensively. Offensively, just I am never quite going to come around to him because I just feel like uh, just there's just a lot left. But defensively, he was fantastic. So if that's what you wanted to hear. He had two steals. Uh, there you go. He was fantastic defensively. Yeah. I really liked what he did. He was he was tough. Um, he did his best Mikhail Bridges impersonation every time mm-hmm. he had a D up on somebody. I thought he was physical enough. I thought he didn't back down to anybody. He was very good. He moved his feet very, very well, stayed in great position, didn't pick up, I don't think, any fouls. He was fantastic defensively tonight. Let, let's be clear. Offensively, he looked like Shane when you sneezed. He didn't he was all out of sorts offensively. I think it was Leah, and that wasn't Shane. Oh, oh no, it was me. I was terrified. Shane jumped out of his seat. I'm telling Shane you. jumped. <laughs> like you saw a ghost. I am like a cat. A loud noise makes me freak out. <laughs> you put that on Leah, and it was definitely the guy in the bright yellow shirt I saw jump. Uh, my bad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I do think Landry Shamit had a really good defensive game. I think that <laughs> offensively, not the best, but not the worst. Yeah, yeah. I I'll mean, give him that. Sure, he showed up and he did what he had to do to help them get the win tonight. Right, and also I do think Landry in these last couple of games, I'll give him <laughs> this that he brings energy. What is happening the right now? The chat is on the, the, the girthlings are, are doing said, great. Madman, who said? Are we just going to ignore the fact that Dave from Chick-fil-A and Dave King are the same person? <laughs> and I love Dave King. He's a good friend of ours. I, as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, oh I was, I I was laughing at Man- Manuel's. I know who Dave King is. I don't know who the other I, Dave is. I was laughing at Manuel's uh, Shamit's threes are flatter than Kyrie's perception of Earth. <laughs> I thought that one was uh, pretty Okay, this one's too. a good one. Ray with the super chat said McCoy called Alvarado out. Alfredo numerous times. <laughs> hey, he's 89. Reggie Miller is, is like in his, in his 50s. Sometimes like, you need that sauce, baby. It's I mean, okay. that poor guy. Okay, Alfredo. I'll give Alvarado a little bit of love here right now. That poor guy. Alfredo, avocado. What did TC call him at halftime? Uh, Alvarez? Alvarez, Like, yeah. nobody can get this poor guy's name right. Some of it's on purpose, obviously, but blessing i call him steve the pirate or <laughs> i know uh, there's all sorts of things oh my nobody God. gets that reference no but. listen as much as alvarado gets on my nerves right now like he is on my nerves he's a pest if he was on our team i think he would be cheering for him because he's got oh, yeah. one of those storylines that like you can't help but root for a guy like that oh yeah again he's like you know we always talk about chris paul in this context you know you hate chris paul until he's on your team and then you love him and that's uh, Jose Alvarado is a pest. Yeah. And you hate pests when they're playing against your team. You love them when they're playing for your team. We loved Raja Bell. He was a bit of a pest. He closed line Kobe Bryant. He made himself a legend. We love guys like that. But when they're playing against you and they push your guy in the back or, you know, they shove your guy up against a, you know, a scoreboard table, eh, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Even Alvarado, that look and everything, I. I don't know. That that's a guy that that comes off extremely annoying. Uh I'm sure Pelicans fans love him, but oh, just, I find the guy the guy drives me nuts. But if he was on your team, you would like him, right? No, he might drive me nuts still. Uh, I, I cheer BS. for him. I call BS. But I think he'd drive me nuts still. All right, so I have not gotten an update from Gerald Bourget, but hopefully he will be joining us here they locked shortly. In the transformation center. He, he texted me, I don't oh. know why, 15 oh. minutes ago that he's waiting on two more players. Oh, I thought he was well, still stuck go. in Houston, that he never got back. Oh, yeah. He spent like 16 hours <laughs> traveling. Yep, sure so did. then based on what he sent to Leah is that he was waiting on DA and Mikel, but he just tweeted about DA and Mikel. So meaning we should probably get some Gerald Bourget here oh, shortly. Maybe. One of the things he did tweet was he asked Mikel Bridges if he was tired after playing 47 minutes tonight, nah. um, since his teammates are always talking about his limitless energy. 
And Mikkel said, quote, I'm amped. I'm ready to play tomorrow. I'm over here itching my knee just thinking about He's it. He's that dude. He's, He's a, a sicko. He's a legitimate He's that sicko. Dude. He's probably, you know, he probably gets back to the ice bath, sits in it for a little bit. Gets back out and he's like, he's just got, he's got so much energy. It's ridiculous. I'm Dude. jealous. I'd love some of that energy. <laughs> Dude, right? Like, I just don't understand how. Like, I understand he's young and he's an athlete in tip top shape, but still 47 minutes. And not only just tonight, 47 minutes, he plays the most on this team all the time. And he never misses a game. He hasn't missed a game since high school. It I mean, blows he every my mind. And he's the one who's exerting the most energy because he plays the hardest defense every night. So it's just like, I need to know your regimen. We talk about Chris Paul being a vegan and that giving him some energy. Like, what is, what's Mikhail? Mikhail is 25. That's what his regimen is. First of all, first of all. I didn't have all, that energy at 25. First of all, we also have to come back. Even if you knew what his regimen was. And even if you were doing it, Linz, we all know you would still be like, mm, I'm still going to sleep for 16 hours. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then eight hours, I'll try to figure out that workout thing. But uh, I'm good. I didn't say I wanted to do it. I just said I wanted to know what it was. <laughs> She'd like it as an option, but exactly. she's not actually going to I would do like it. to have the option, but the same way I want to be invited, but I'm not going to show up. Gotcha. Do you know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that's it. the yeah. Lindsay Smith <laughs> that, that to is, a T. I is, want to be invited, that, but I ain't going. <laughs> yeah, a million percent. That is exactly what it is. I want to be invited, but I don't want to show up. I'll show up okay. like ten percent of the time, <sighs> but it's not my fault. I'm just really tired. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe uh, if I had Mikhail Bridges' <laughs> secret, I would be able to show sure. up more. I <laughs> uh, can. I, I want to oh bring something. I have a clip that I want to show you. Okay. This isn't, don't worry, this isn't Buscemi, baby, or something <laughs> weird. Uh, so apparently when Devin Booker was walking off the court, like we heard Jordan Simone uh -oh. say, uh -oh. he's, he's chirping at the uh, at New Orleans people saying, I'm back. Well, there's video of it. We oh, Apparently you can't hear it. I was told you fuck? could hear what? it, what? but that he was. Is uh, that it? Play, play one more time. That is, that is it. And you guys can talk over it, but uh, this is what I'm saying. Oh. Maybe somebody zoomed in and could. Somebody claimed it was something. Mm. Apparently, it was nothing. I'm oh. sorry for wasting all of well, your time. Awesome. I hope you audio listeners had a really good view of that. Because that sucked. Hey, it, it just sounded like crowd noise. Yeah, cool. Uh, Gerald's here. Yay. Gerald's here. Girth in America. <laughs> I just made that up. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I just made up his own theme song right there. Look at you, uh, Gerald. You're leveling up. You got your own theme song now, too. G Gerald That's fantastic book news, guys. Book <laughs> Devin Booker back. back. His book back, game six. <laughs> Where people uh, on the internet, have, just like the Chris Paul hand injury, are claiming that uh, you know all signs point to that. So let's just cut to the chase. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, there was some fan video of him saying, "I'm back to the Pelicans bench." But we just we showed it. It's, it was nothing. You couldn't hear anything. Yeah, you couldn't hear anything, and I couldn't see him mouthing anything based on what I saw. So I, I have no idea. Um, we did see him getting up shots today and shoot around like actual jump shots. He wasn't running or doing much else, but Monty Williams did say it was a good sign that he was getting those shots up. So he is progressing. I don't know how quickly or if he'll be back in, you know, two days for game six, but I guess we'll see. Why aren't you massaging his hamstrings before every game? Like why, why is this not happening, Gerald? Uh, I blame the Houston weather. It, ca it delayed me from my task <laughs> heading into game five. <laughs> we just like, talked about that, so that's a good it comeback. It wasn't my fault at all. It wasn't my I'm fault. surprised you're here today, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> Gerald, what did Monty say about just the way the team played tonight? Yeah, you know, he obviously brought up the fact that shots kind of finally fell for the team uh, for the first time in this series, really. Uh, they had been looking to blow it open, and it looked er on, like early on that they weren't going to be able to do it and still have those three-point struggles. But he liked the way that they attacked the paint, and that opened up their threes, and, and they finally fell in front of a uh, a very supportive home crowd that had a little bit more desperation than the first two games. Um, and, you know, obviously he shouted out Mikhail Bridges. It was mm -hmm. He was the man of the night tonight on both ends of the floor. 
the matchup data against him, against Brandon Ingram, against CJ McCollum, against everyone that Mikhail Bridges was guarding was just incredible. And then to go back on the other end, have a career playoff high, 31 points, um, shoot as efficiently as he did, four blocks. You know, he just was everywhere for them tonight, playing 47 minutes. Like, that was just absurd. So Monty Williams said, we can't clone him, but if we could, we would, because he's just a guy that never comes off the floor and is capable of playing the way he did on both ends. So I saw this tweet from Kevin O'Connor that you retweeted, Gerald. You were talking about um, just Mikel Bridges and the numbers defending some of the Pelicans tonight. So when uh, Mikel was defending C.J. McCollum for 36 plays, he held him to 10 points on 3 of 11 shooting. On Brandon Ingram for for 34 plays, he held him to 7 points on 2 of 5 Jesus. plus 3 turnovers. That's crazy. That's unbelievable. Again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, what's funny is the way that he, the way that he brought it up was he said, um, because we asked him, you know, I asked him, are you, are, are you tired? Like, because his teammates always talk about, you know, he has all this energy after the game and Mikhail's thing and shoot around today. And after the game was the key to the game was just playing hard. We just played harder. And I was like, okay, so if you play hard for 47 minutes, are you tired? He goes, no, I'm amped. Like I, I'm ready to play tomorrow. I got uh, like I'm itching my knee just thinking about it. And he said that he thought of it as, you know, save yourself for the fifth quarter. That's what he kept telling yourself is is acting like there's a fifth quarter, so there was no let up in his third or fourth quarters. I still don't know how you have the energy to do that, even mentally telling yourself that over and over. But that's what got Mikhail Bridges through 47 minutes tonight. What did Monty say about the Twin Tower lineup? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, obviously there were some ups and downs to it. It was deployed, I think, pretty well the first stint, especially. Um, you know, you look at the uh, it was who was it first? Was it Bismack and DA or no, Bismack and Javel and DA? Yeah, yeah, and I think that worked when they trotted out the dual big lineups, and I think Monty did a much better job. Um, matching up with Jonas Valanciunas' minutes, DA's minutes, because when Valanciunas went to work on McGee, it was a little bit different. But I, I feel like they did a good job matching up those minutes better. And, and that was something Monty had said. You know, we noticed those dual big lineups were kind of hurting us. Um, so we might need to match that every now and then. You know, Biombo had that foul early on, and he had a couple of, of mishaps. But for the most part, he was pretty good. And it's something that you're not going to have out there for very long. But at least to match those big on big minutes, it, it went okay tonight. Tell me, I know we we talk about Cam all night uh, campaign and how he responded tonight, but I don't want to talk about that, Gerald. I want to talk about my guy Aaron Holiday and how he finally got some run and he made a difference out there. Yeah, no, and I think it was something that you know Monty pointed to Chris Paul's high minute total tonight, and he pointed to Aaron Holiday as, as things that. You know, maybe they wouldn't have happened if campaign hadn't gotten in that foul trouble, very quick foul trouble. But I thought Holiday did a really nice job. You know, he was a guy that when you have that second ball handler like they did with him, like they did with Landry Shamit, like they did with campaign alongside Chris Paul, that took Jose Alvarado off of Chris Paul a little bit more. And I think Holiday did a good job of being a pest to Alvarado on the defensive end as well, which is saying a lot because that's Alvarado's biggest thing. Um, he had that nice lob to, I think it was Mikhail Bridges for a pretty easy dunk. Um, I thought, I thought he played really well for being a guy that has only gotten minutes in garbage time so far in this series. Cool. Anything else guys? <laughs> Gerald, anything else? No, I don't think so. I think I'm, uh, I'm ready for flight number three and however many days. You, hey, listen, first of all, you asked for it. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm very happy for it. I'm very you need happy. You define for it. your 48th minute like Mikhail, like Mikhail is. Let's go. One more. Let's go. Um, also, five we did make history to hear tonight, Gerald. How Lindsay so? dropped her first f bomb tonight, and we, and we no, went over you did not. And that, she did it in the first three minutes of the show. Okay, but Gerald, let me just explain. Saul sneezed in the most ridiculous way I've ever heard, which I know shade your sneezes. I also have ridiculous sneezes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But it caught, up all, it caught us all off guard so much that it put me in one of those laughing fits where I was like crying and I couldn't breathe. And then Saul and Espo were like, we derailed this and Lindsay's taking us off the rails because I can't breathe. And so I said, it's not my fault. I can't have him breathe. 
And it just came out. It, just, it was it wasn't on purpose. It was Gerald. It was the most natural and pure thing I've ever heard in my it life. It was terrible. It was beautiful. All right, Lindsay. Lindsay dropped an f bomb. Sons in five and a half. That's why. Let's go. Let's go. And we hit four hundred live viewers tonight too on a, on another note. So that's true. So Gerald, uh, we did it without you. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk! That's fair. We've 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 really cratered since that point. Look at yeah. the Oh my gosh, it's it's been a show, Gerald. We'll tell you that. It's Safe been a travels. Show. Eat some more beignets out there. Have fun. Stay away from the bad lady. <laughs> Bye. Thank Gerald. you guys. I'll do my best. <laughs> Don't forget to check out gophnx.com for all of Gerald's written content. He'll have something up either late tonight or early tomorrow morning. So make sure if you are not a member yet that you become a member soon so that you can read all of Gerald's sweet, sweet content. He puts a lot of thought and effort behind it. Gerald is a phenomenal writer. Um, I can say that now that he's gone, I don't want his head to get <laughs> yeah. too big. He's got to fit on a plane tomorrow. Um, but for real, Gerald writes amazing things. If you haven't had a chance to read them, please do so. Yep. If you if you ain't reading it, you're missing out. That's the truth. Y'all ready for a producer yes. surprise? Y'all ready okay. for this? Okay, Shane, before you get into it, while you're thinking, let me tell everybody about our partner, OG's like Brands. You guys can stop by your local dispensary and grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends at OG's. We had some today. Ooh, so good. Were they good? Yes. What flavor did you have? Orange creamsicle. That's the goat. Is that like, the best one? Yes. Okay, well, there you have it. They've got amazing... Uh, flavors from Orange Creamsicle, which is Saul's favorite, Tropical Watermelon. And they just announced their new mini OGs, three milligram microdose options for those who might not be wanting to dive right in to the 10 milligram dosage. So you can also leave them in your car where they all melt together. And then it's like uh, a like, surprise. Like somebody in our office did. And then it's like, guess what the dosage is? Because you have no clue. Let's play a little game, people. That's what it sounds like in our office when you have to take a gummy. And you have to rip it out of the bag. Oh, my God. It sounds like, let's play a little no, game. Let's be clear. Nobody has to do that. So. Yeah. Nobody has to. Shame. But if people you're, um, People want to. It's okay. If you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious varieties of flavor that OG's has to offer, go to OG'sBrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com to find OG's near you. Shane, take it away. All right, I'm curious for this one. We have, to, we, have, we have two parts to today's producer surprise. One Ooh. involves a question, per usual, and the other involves a prop. So stay Ooh, tuned for that. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I love it. Espo, that's a threat. Um, <laughs> so the, we got Gallagher behind the Mac now. There. The question is, has anything in your life ever been like you cannot explain, just unexplainable? Has anything ever happened to you? And if you do have one, tell that story. Oh, oh, yes. I got one. So when I was like in second grade, I came home from school. I went to my friend's house just to play, came back home. And my dad, I walk into the house and my dad's like, what happened at your friend's house? And I was like, the fuck are you talking about? I was like, nothing. Just came home after we were done playing. He was like, no, something bad happened. And we go over to my friend's house and his dad had slipped off of a chair trying to get up over the cabinet and busted his head and the ambulance was on his way. And all that stuff. And I was like, how the fuck did you know that? But you didn't know it? I know. I, I, like nothing there? had happened. Nothing. Had, I just left. Okay. Like, and it took me like maybe five minutes to get home. I still to this day don't know how he did it. So you didn't push the guy. That's not the, the hook of the story. <laughs> no. Shane, can you, can you say the question one more time? Has anything unexplainable ever happened to you? Anything unexplainable? Like, yes, yeah, Saul sneeze earlier in the show. That's <laughs> what. <laughs> so do you have one? No, I don't really. Uh, code, listen there. I guess they didn't have phones back then, Saul. Uh, one thing about me, son, is my dad is deaf. <laughs> Do you feel better about yourself? So they could have called. For being an <laughs> asshole in the chat code. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> you should My dad can't hear a fucking phone <laughs> ring. Okay? And, uh, never mind. We're not here. <laughs> Guess they didn't have phones back then, Saul. You jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you can't see Lindsay right now, but she is dying off screen. I think we're going to get another F bomb. <laughs> I mean, I mean, 
<laughs> you, you had no way of knowing that, so obviously I'm kidding, but it's I still I don't funny. know why I'm so... I'm, like, sweating right now because I Did you take I an LGS? I'm no, kind of wondering right now. So I don't know how to respond to that because I know you're being funny, but also... You, it's you, true. It's, it's not true. The phone at. rings. My dad just sits there like this. <laughs> <laughs> I love him to death, but that's just what happens. Oh, oh my God, Bees said this went from zero to a hundred up and quick. I, I I don't have anything interesting, and my dad can hear, so I got nothing right now. I don't Oh, Shane, do you have a story? Yeah, so well, I was camping in Big Bear one time, <laughs> and we had one of those things you play, like an aux cord that uses Bluetooth, or it's it's like a radio oh thing, you know what I'm talking about? It's like you connect to the Bluetooth <laughs> thing, and it plays the transmission through the radio. Have you ever seen those? Uh -huh. So uh -huh. I had one of those in my buddy's pickup truck, and we were playing music earlier, but somebody had disconnect disconnected their phone. Then it was just playing like white noise and there's no frequencies out. Like there's no one within like a 20 mile radius of us. And all of a sudden light jazz music comes through the speaker for like three seconds. And then a voice says something unrecognizable and then it turned off and we were like, you just fucking hear that. And everyone heard it and we don't know what it was. And wow. it's an alien. And that's, that's crazy. How high were you guys? For at this real? Point? I was completely sober. <laughs> Dennis Slusher, uh, like, listen, like when I say my dad, asked me what happened of course it was in sign language that's how he talks to me like i don't mean verbally talks if you sign that's still communicating to me i just say talks that's what i do that's or I would, said yeah, yeah i feel like it makes the most okay. sense i have one i i just remembered this so my aunt had passed away six years ago now or almost six years ago and this was about three years ago i get a DM on Facebook from her account That's acting creepy. as if it's her. And my initial instinct is, Oh my God, what is, is my aunt communicating from the other side through Facebook messenger? No, somebody had just hacked her account, but it was really fucking weird for about five minutes. So that's messed up. Yeah, it was really, that's really messed but, up. But your initial instinct, because you're like, well, yeah, why wouldn't you think that this was a person that I talked to, all the time, like at least a few times a week. And then so instinctually you're like, oh, my God, like you get this like sick, weird feeling before you realize what's going on. That was probably the closest to anything like this mm. I, I've ever had. Okay, so I do have one. It's not nearly as good as the two of yours. But one time I was at my house and I was just sitting in my room, my closet room with my cats, right? And all of a sudden there was like this loud like bang explosion thing. I thought somebody literally ran into my house. It was that loud. It sounded like somebody's car ran into my house. And my cats freaked out and jumped and like ran out of the room. So I knew I wasn't like, I wasn't imagining this. <laughs> then I go outside to figure out like what is going on. All my neighbors are outside and everyone heard the same thing too. And we could not figure it out because it sounded like it happened on our street. Nothing. There were no cars out there. There was no like, you couldn't tell there was a fire anywhere. And the whole rest of the night, one of my neighbors has like one of the police scanner radios. He was on it all night to see if something came across and nothing, not a single wow. thing. But it was it was so loud. It literally sounded like it's it was crazy. insane. And we still to this day have no answers as to what it was. Hmm. That's the only thing. Anyway. Shane, what's the second half of this? All right. So this is a true surprise. Uh, Leah brought this back from Canada. Oh, it's Canada. What is this? It's a kinder surprise. Yes. How Let's exciting. Oh. What is a kinder surprise? A toy. There's a toy inside. All right. Let's let's not get into that. We don't have any of those sponsors yet. Oh, my God. I need some scissors. Let me see. For the audio people, I know this is just throwing. Oh, yeah. This, so this Leah, looks like a bowling pin wrapped in uh, foil from Leah's Canada. from Canada, and she went back home on a little vacation a couple weeks ago, and she brought us all kinds of treats from ketchup chips to all-dressed chips to fuzzy peaches, which are my favorite. And now this she brought us a Kinder wrong. Egg Surprise. So this is a chocolate egg with some sort of toy 
on the inside wrapped in what appears to be mylar. And basically, these things are super popular on the internet for kids doing like unboxings of these things. All my nieces and nephews are obsessed with this. So. Oh, well, Saul's doing it where you can't see it on the camera. So. <laughs> Oh, there. All right. Okay, so oh. Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate egg here. All right. Do it. It's like a twist. It? Like, what do you, do it, you twist the, oh, the two halves. Gotcha. So then, then we got, got an actual plastic egg in here thingy. And, uh, what do we got? We got candy. No, we got a doll. We got dolls. All right. Dolls, let's go. This is like the worst play-by-play -play ever of anything. <laughs> My Little Pony? It's a... Uh, it's a Apple Dude. An app. Did... Apple Is this another Cajun word from like in the pregame? An Apple Dude. Is that It is a... It is a... Everything comes in French and English, so you might just be reading the French sign. <laughs> that is a cape no, that you says, put on the backside, so... It that says is, download the free app. It's probably like a play on words. App, play, do. I mean, it's D-U. So I'll show everybody to the, cam to the camera. It's a, it's a little blonde doll with a... Uh, put your hand wow, this is it just, like this. you know, this is just fantastic. <laughs> Wow, look at That's this. That's how the bloggers do it. That, that, that only happens uh, with autofocus, Lindsay. Does it have legs? What is going on with this thing? No, it does not. Like, Oh, he hasn't put them in yet. All What's right. her name? How do we know You have to assemble is? this. Again, Just this is just great audio. Saul's assembling a doll for a child on here. Oh, here we go. All right. Sly asked if my shoes are Adidas tonight. No, they're Nikes. Why? What's the obsession with Lindsay and Adidas shoes? I, I have I I do not own a single pair of Adidas shoes except for the Y threes. That's it. It's the only pair of Adidas I own. I swear. You could have just made up whatever the name of that shoe was. I'd have no clue. Is it an actual chocolate egg? I yeah, eat it. Mind. Okay. Try it. Well, Let's why see. is the inside white? I don't. It looks it's like white chocolate. White chocolate. Oh, Kinder no. egg is so good. Do I don't know. It just looks like Give plastic. Ah. Let's see. How do we like it? Is it good? Feed your producer. Oh, hi. Please. Take the whole thing. Well, that's good. That's really good chocolate. Anyway, mm. that's what you all wanted wow. to see tonight. There yep. You go. We got a little blonde doll. Congratulations. Oh, As Corey it? C in the chat says, this is so awkward. And uh, <laughs> Dennis says, Espo's the only professional on this show. That is not true. I am nowhere near a professional. Congrats, Espo. Lindsay is probably the only thing uh, close tonight. to a professional. Here. Not tonight. That's for sure. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate it. Obviously, we were all feeling really good tonight after a Suns win. We were able to joke around, laugh, have some fun. Hopefully, oh. you guys enjoyed some time spent with us tonight and uh, enjoyed this game and are feeling a little bit better about where the Suns are at. I know I certainly am. This game definitely made me feel like night and day almost. The game made me feel great. This show's got me questioning a lot of things. <laughs> hey, listen, I'll I just had, say that. Listen, you know, Mikhail Bridges played his ass off tonight, and I just want to say I feel like I made it happen tonight as well because I got her to finally say the F word. It only took seven months. I deserve my fucking flowers is all I'm saying. Well. Lindsay, I'm sorry we killed your broadcast career. Uh, you're stuck with us forever so now. For your flowers, you can keep the toy. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but for real, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 p.m. live with a uh, hangout show. So come join us. We'll talk updates from Sun's Practice if there is one, which I Probably, I'm guessing they'll Probably practice no. late in New Orleans, so oh, we might yeah, not have no. a lot of information, but we'll share what we can uh, gather in the next handful of hours. Maybe we'll have a Devin Booker update. Maybe. Come hang out with <laughs> us 2 p.m. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. And, of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home. Just remember, every time Saul sneezes, hey, yo, an angel has a fucking retro. heart attack. <laughs> Ahoy, boy. Niggas in control and he never gonna let go. <laughs>